show Rodney and I want to thank you all for coming back for this this fabulous topic this topic or subject or discussion whatever you want to call it of uh, Rodney <laughs> has just opened my umbrella you just don't know <laughs> it has just it was it did wonders for me last week and and just this week just the thinking just the thought process about a number of things and um I guess more than as more than anything, Lisa, um, just being able to connect with Lisa on another level as well was just a blessing in itself as well. So um, I'm ready for this topic tonight, much needed. So if no one else, as, as Rodney and I say, if no one else receives their blessing, 
we will. Um, I think I get something out of every show, especially shows that make me reflect um, on my life and and just what's going on with my thought process. Rodney, what are you doing? <laughs> what do you mean, what am I doing? I didn't do anything. <laughs> I keep hearing something, just like noise, <laughs> like you're moving. I didn't do a thing. Tell Samaria, stop it, it's Monday night. Sammy <laughs> says, stop it, it's Monday night. Newlywed, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> I don't know what happened, Sammy. No, she, she, no, she's not even near me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny, I don't hear it anymore, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, Tammy got Okay, congratulations, Rodney. Y'all, Rodney is married now. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy, you got issues. We're going to talk about them tonight. <laughs> That's why we're doing part two. This is for yeah. me. I'm selfish. Tonight. This is oh, we we didn't get to all your issues. We didn't get to all your issues last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we we could run. We could go. You know, probably do at the end of the year. Matter of fact, I was wondering, are we? Did I group too many of them together tonight? You know, because we have what um, fatherless women or women and anger and unforgiveness. What else is on there? Um, letting go and all that stuff. I'm like, this is, these are too many things to talk about in one night with women, for sure. So I doubt mm-hmm. that we'll get through the first one, but um, maybe we'll do, you know, maybe next month, come back and do something on the others. But as far as the fatherless uh, woman or women, and I think anger, I think want to at least touch on those for sure, but um, something else I found out, Rodney, and I know I'm getting off a little bit here, y'all, so just stay with us, but um, I found out in listening to the show, this particular show, for some reason, the, the one we did last week, you know, we were off air, or we thought we were off air for that last hour, because we were on for three hours that night, the entire show is recorded. Oh, wow. So how awesome is that? Because we, what I think what we said the last hour was probably more, and I say this because we got into scripture. We talked about how uh, God plays into this, which, you know, God plays into all, I believe. But we we actually, it just was a lot more information, and we got into the meat of it, I think. But, yeah, it was, I listened to it, and the first time I listened, I didn't get to go, you know, the entire time. I stopped it way before the two hours was up. But I listened over the weekend and it just, it just, I kept thinking, wait a minute, this is a long time. So it was almost throughout like two hours and maybe 49 minutes or something like that. So the entire show is recorded, which is a just a wonderful thing. So um, I don't know how long it's been doing that or if they just started it or something, but I just thought that was a good thing. So I um, want to remind you all that the chat line is open. And I probably should go out there and post something on the event page. But the chat line is open for those of you who are listening and you want to chat uh, with us or send a question or post your comment in the chat room. You do have to be a registered follower of the show. You can do that tonight. If you are not already, you can do that tonight. You can register using your Facebook account. Of course, that that does uh, allow us to see who you are. 
So if you want to do it anonymously or keep yourself and your comments anonymous, you can register using creating a username, your own username, password, and submit your question or comments there uh, as well. The call-in number, 818-691-7406, if you would like to uh, post your, ask your question or post your comment there, select the number one. Call in to 818-691-7406 and select the number one for the event page. And there are two event page pages out there on Facebook. Um, as you know, Facebook is Facebook and it does what it wills, I say. So it, it would not allow me to invite uh, many people for the second time. And I don't know why it does that. I think you might have to change the name or something. It, it's very, it has issues. Facebook has issues. Let's just say that. And um, so, but there are two pages out there. So if you're listening from, uh, if you selected the link on either of the page, we'll be back and forth. You can make make your comments there, post your questions there as well. We'll be back and forth checking those. Um, if you want to remain anonymously, send Rob, write me a message, send myself a message behind the scenes, and we'll get your questions and comments out as well. But I say this, it's just time to come out with, with the issues, with the mess. So if you have them, no needing. If you want to, you can, but I just say it's time to stop messaging on the back end. And let's just let's just shake the devil off tonight. Let's just put it out there. Um, and I will start. My name is Tammy Gator, and I have issues. So <laughs> we, <laughs> we ended with that last week. So um, we want to remind you all of our trash can baby. We ask that you remove your trash can, a trash can that you visit frequently, and in doing that, um, what we think you will find out is that you'll find yourself going back to its to its place where you moved it from, to its old place, and we want you to monitor how often you do that, and while doing that, think about how many things in your life are you allowing to continue, or are you doing, because it's become, it's a habit, and you're, you've become comfortable in, in doing and in allowing and, and embracing and in your thought process. So something as small as where you keep your trash becomes a habit for you. So think about the big things. Think about the really, really big things in your life that we just, we're just afraid to, to even push or promote change or allow ourselves to think that it is possible that change can happen. So um, write me anything, I guess, what's going on in your life. Anything you want to add? Did I miss anything? Life is good as usual. Uh, but but um, uh, yes, yes, uh, we we are still celebrating our our new uh, uh, marriage union here. Um, but also um, the cover to my to my uh my book is finished so i'm excited about that and um uh, hopefully i'll be finished with the second draft of the book and uh resubmit that and 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 hopefully the book will be coming out in in the fall um but i was really excited to see the uh the cover uh for the book today the guy um who did it i mean he you could tell like he really got into it um it, it meant something to him um, so I was grateful for that, and uh, once everything uh, comes out, uh, I'll definitely pass on the information. Um, I don't want to jump the gun or say too much uh, too soon, 
but I'll definitely pass on that information if, if, if anyone is looking for um, any work um, uh, in, in the graphic design uh, field. This guy is, is very professional, very talented, I mean, and, and very reasonable. So I'll pass it on in the future. But I'm ready to get started. Um, uh, as usual, I'm always happy. I mean, I don't, I don't know these issues that women have, but, you know, I, I don't have them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sure. I'm. I'm sure we have some similarities. <laughs> Look, Tamaria said her name is Tamaria. I think she said Allen, but she needs to change her last name to Jordan on the online. And she has issues too, is what she said last week. <laughs> so you, so yeah. You <laughs> Tammy, I'm I'm gonna jump right into this though. Uh I'm I'm gonna see what, what you have to say. And to our callers, please, 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 please jump in here, whether you are male or female. Um everybody's anonymous, uh, but like Tammy said, go ahead and just just put it all out there tonight. But I'm gonna jump into this. I pulled up the um the Shriver Report, if you guys have heard of it, and it says top 18 issues challenging women today, and I posted it on the event page um, because I'm not going to go through all 18. Um, but I'm going to start with uh, this one. It says the continuing gender wage gap. Women are the primary or co-breadwinner in six out of ten American families which makes the economic imperative of addressing the wage gap between men and women vital. So here's what here's where I want to start, Tammy. Number 1, if you are a woman and you are in a position um where you feel like or you know for a fact that there are men doing the same job but making however many times more than you, I'd like to hear from you. Why do you think it is? How do you feel about it? Do you feel like you're stuck? Do you feel like there's anything you can do about it? I would like to hear from you. That's one thing. The other thing is, um, for those of you women who are the breadwinner or you are the co-breadwinner, meaning you know, you guys are you, you you guys are on the same level as far as pay, but if your relationship ended today, you would be fine by yourself tomorrow financially. How is that impacting your household? How is that impacting your relationship with your man? How how does he respond to that? Does he does he um uh, you know, act insecure? Does he act like he has an issue with it? I would like to know. <laughs> so let's talk about that because, though, the, you know, this is something that women are dealing with. And to Mary, you said that that's a lot. So I'm going to stop at those two. I would like to hear, I, I want to address those, those, two, uh, those two things. You women who are, you know, in those positions, where you where you know that men are are doing the same job of making more uh talk to us about that and then two if you're the the breadwinner or co-breadwinner in your relationship or your family how does that impact your relationship with your man and how does it impact your okay. household 
<laughs> okay. Well, I can't answer that one. I can't. I can only. I think we talked about that during. Um, I can't remember what the what subject or topic that was, but I I, I say again, women um, with Rodney, if that is your situation and you have something to to add to that, but but this is this is my comment to that, Rodney. I think even before we get to a point of of money, um, I think a woman has to be very has to find out where they fit in with who they are and how they feel about who they are. Because I think if we if you if you learn to deal with I'll say the reflection that you see in the mirror, if you get a guy who makes less or makes more than you, um I'll say that that you make more than I'll leave it to where you started it off, that you make more. I mean, I I think if you are secure and that guy is um responsible in his spending and you're putting your money together and still allowing I wish I could remember the name of the show we did because I keep thinking about we we talked about the dinner having dinner and who pays you know and all that but I just think so many so many issues are are caused in relationships and our day-to-day living because we are not complete like those things that I mentioned for one the fatherless woman like there's so many people women who are living from that place and I'm and, and I don't want to to have this be an excuse for anybody because I think whatever we go through um we cannot allow it to be our excuse for our actions and how we think about life and what we think we are um capable or of doing in relationships we are we are having so I I will say that I think that the the time that a woman is able to um, make more than her man, so to speak, is is a is woman is a woman who is very complete within herself and and knows that she has a man not based on what he makes or has, but his qualities, his character. Now, as far as making more, making less on the job and doing the same job, I I think that's something that should be discussed. I mean, if if that is the case, I mean, you know for a fact that it's just because of your your gender then and and that does happen. Um so I'd like to hear why people think that that happens, especially from men. I I'd really like to to know what what you all think. So why do you start with you? Why do you think that is? And then what I'm going to come back to me cuz we, we 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 got two callers. So I'm going to pull in our two callers and then okay. and then I'm going to answer that question. Okay. Already. Yeah, we got two callers. All right. We're going to pull in our first caller from area code 703. Last four digits are 6889. Caller, you are on the air. Hello. Hi. Hello. <laughs> so, this is a fantastic question and great job to you both, as always. Um, to tackle the first question about women being paid less. Um, Speaking from personal experience, I remember doing a job in which my teammates, I had overheard that the individual was making more um, than me and and my um, other coworker who happened to also be a woman. But what was interesting is when people started unpacking it a little bit more, I realized that this gentleman was getting paid 10 actually no it was more like 15 to 20 thousand dollars more than i was to do the exact same job and what was disheartening is the fact that he oftentimes would come to me for answers 
so it was it was really tough. Um, that same person ended up being my superior after a short period. And it was just interesting to watch the whole dynamic because everyone else apparently on the team knew that he had been hired to come in and then take the supervisor role, but I didn't know that. <laughs> Obviously, when I took the job, so it was it was very disheartening to hear that that was the case and. I am quite certain that that was also the truth um, because that same individual, I was told, you know, that we didn't do certain things in terms of a specific policy as it relates to assisting associates. And then I found out that my two teammates were receiving the assistance that I was essentially denied when I started the same position, one of which started after me. So it's one of those things where even though you know it, it's um, it's sometimes hard to kind of break that glass ceiling. And even just um, last year, and Rodney can testify to this, I was filling in essentially for someone who was my superior um, who left our company. And when asked if I could get a raise, <laughs> initially I was told no, flat out no. Even though that same person told me that I was doing the job that the other person was supposed to be doing. And that other person happened to be a male. So it's interesting mm-hmm. that I was good enough to do the work and I was told, you know, good job, you've really filled in and you've made this an easy transition. But when it came to the money, I was flat out told no. And what what was your what was your uh, response to the no? How did you, what, what did you do? So the funny thing is, that was one of those things where I was like, did they really just say no? So I looked at them, I smiled, <laughs> and then I got up and and walked out after our meeting. And they couldn't read me. And within like a couple of weeks, I got a small bump. It wasn't a lot because I had pretty much worked those hours anyway in overtime. But I was grateful that they did at least come back and reevaluate the fact that, you know what, we are using her to do this work we should at least give her a bump. Now, mind you, it's probably a $25,000 difference or more in the job he was doing and me stepping in. But even still, I'm dealing with that um, that constant struggle of the tug of war. I was just sharing with Rodney just the other day. I was in a room with um, someone who's quite a bit, a few levels higher than myself, and my new teammate who happens to be a male. Well, this gentleman proceeds to assume that this gentleman is the one who came up with all these bright ideas, even though I trained him. And on top of that, he wouldn't even make eye contact and look at me, which I thought was very rude. So it's it's one of those things where it's frustrating and you wish you had an answer. But it, I, I don't know. Um, and I wonder sometimes why these things happen. But at the same time, I know that, God has given me a burden for this particular issue um, for a reason. And I know women in different industries across the world probably feel it. And I will say that we've come a long way, but we still have a long way to go. And I think part of bringing it out and really changing how it is is to identify the fact that there is a difference, that there is a discrepancy in how we might describe women in comparison to men and the things that are acceptable for a man that aren't acceptable for a woman. So I'm trying to do that as best as I can in my current role. I've even talked to my prior directors about that very thing um, regarding how they might describe a woman versus the terms they use to describe a man or the terms they use to describe a woman versus a man the things that are okay. acceptable for you know, a man that are not acceptable for a woman. And I've, I've flat out said, 
listen to your description, is that different because she's a woman? And I've typically right. gotten blank stares. <laughs> I, I think that it continues to, to answer your question, um, and I think it continues to happen because there, there are not enough women that speak up and out for themselves. And when women do, we are we are looked at or considered um, to have an attitude or something, we're angry or something's wrong. So I think we have bought into this, I have to be this nice person. I have to keep my mouth closed. And so I, that's why I asked you, what did you do? Because I, I was the one who just continued to allow and just think, oh, God's going to work this out. You know, this will, this will all work out. It wasn't until I started to speak up and speak out about what I know and knew that I deserved, and that is just not on the work in the workplace. That's in life altogether. Even to the point, like lately, I have really come to terms with how much control I have given people over and in my life, down to the point where people will just just this week, people just like I've had the third person just drop by my house. Don't call. And so I'm just being blunt now and saying, you don't show up at my house without calling. I mean, period. I have a phone. If I don't answer you, certainly don't come over here, period, where usually you deal with it and you're pissed off after they leave and you're talking about it to someone else. So one thing I think we need to look at as far as issues, and, and again, not just in the workplace, uh, but all areas in our life, are you speaking up? First of all, do you know your worth? Do you know what you deserve? Do you have any idea what you're doing on the, in, in the workplace and what the uh, pay is and things like that? So you can approach them. Whether they do nothing, nothing, they will know that this girl, this lady, believes in herself and speaks up for herself. She's confident. She's assertive. And you don't have to do it in an, in an arrogant way. I think the best Place, the best way to do stuff is in black and white and per everybody, per everybody that, per the cat, if you if you know his name, and that letter about your work and what you are doing and what you feel you deserve. Now, what they do after that, if they do nothing, you know who feels better? The person. Because, again, we go home, we talk about it, we, and Tamara, you and I had this conversation when, when I was there for the, um, for the, um, what, what was it, Rodney? Gosh, what was the name of it? Education Summit. The Education Summit. We were talking about this some, but we just got to learn that it's okay to speak up. It doesn't mean that you are a bad person. It doesn't mean that you're an angry woman if you are speaking up for yourself. So that's kind of how I feel about that part. Tammy and Tamari, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull in our next caller because they may have a uh, – uh, something to add to to this part of the question or the other part of the question. So let me pull them in real quick, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, toss my two cents in here. Caller from area code four zero four. Last did, last four digits are five seven four five. Caller, you are on the air. Good evening, everyone. This is Lisa. How are you all? Well, well hello, Good Ms. Evening. Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Hey. Okay, so I actually I'm not going to be able to stay on the call long, or um, but I'm going to I'm going to continue to listen. But I definitely have some things I need to that that I want to say, and then I've got to get back to what I was doing. But um, I actually kind of have a 
a little bit of a spin on what happens when the woman makes more than her man. Um, and it's, it's when your, your husband or your partner who you're living with and sharing household expenses, when they lose their job. Um, mm. I, can speak from, I can speak from that. And this is something that, I mean, you, you mentioned last week, um, Rodney, about the book Women Are From Venus and Men Are From Mars. Um, mm-hmm. This is truly something that's on totally two different ends of the spectrum because I know um, my, my ex-husband, who is an architect, and he was a contractor. And um, after 9-11, um, they, a lot of places stopped doing contracts, but they were trying to figure out, you know, what's going on in the world and all of that. And, um, and so he almost went into really kind of a depression trying to get, you know, contracts again. Here he has his family he's trying to, you know, take care of. And I was working, and, you know, I mean, and we were two-income household. Um, and he went into this full-fledged kind of depression because he could not find a job. No one, he couldn't get a contract. He can, you know, economy kind of went to a whole special place. And um, what I did not understand until afterwards, because I was just like, you know what, you could go to the grocery store and go to McDonald's and work at both of those places. But in his mind, it was they're not going to give me the level of income that I had before to be able to take care of my family. I need to find what I was making before so that I can do my part. And then, um, and then also the fact of not, um, you know, not working in his field, going to school all this long time and, and all of this. And so what happens, what I found out in my experience, and then I spoke to um, a few other people, uh, men mostly, um, about this, this situation is, um, you know, because I try not to wholesale, but men's identity are pretty much tied up into their profession, their career, them being the provider and taking care, even if it's even if it just looks like on the outside they're taking care of their family. You know, that's what they are, that's who they that's who they are and that's that's how they um a lot of men get their self work. And so to take that away from them or have it taken away however whatever happens, then it's like what it it just depleted him, and like I said, I spoke to a number a number of other men, and they said, yeah, that's a very rough place to be. And my thing is, we've got these bills, and we need to take care of this. And I don't understand. And I wasn't one who was like, well, you need to, you know, bring all the money in, or you need to, you know, money was, you know, is what we needed, but it was never a big issue for us. When we dated, we'd borrow money back and forth from each other, and it wouldn't be a problem. I'm talking about, you know, a few hundred dollars here and there, and it was never a problem. So. So to be in this place and him not to work and me saying, look, it's not that big of a deal. It's just money. Just go on and work. He actually made a job. And it's been on for two years. He made a job out of trying to find a job. Unfortunately, for two years, he was not successful at it. And so women don't understand that. All we know is we need to buy groceries. The kids are growing out of their clothes. Uh, we need to pay these bills. That's, that's what we see and that's what we know and we're not understanding why men go into this, this tunnel, this cave, this dark place and pretty much shut down and, and we're on the outside. Um, there are so many relationships that break up over money um, because, you know, a lot of men don't talk and a lot of women don't understand. So that's something that, and even when, you know, you try to get the man to talk and, and, and so we just get, we as women kind of get fed up. So that's something that I'm sure at least one of the listeners on the line, they're either going through it now or they have gone through it or they know someone who's gone through it. And it is a very, very tender place to be. It really is a very sensitive place to be in a relationship. Um, 
and I don't know, and maybe Rodney, you can speak to this. I don't know what the answer is. I mean, because I mean, there it got to the point where I was finally, you know, saying to my husband, maybe you need to go talk to somebody, you know, like a counselor or somebody. You need to go talk to somebody and fix this thing because <laughs> you need to get some bills. You, you know, we got these bills to pay, and it got to the point where we had gone to um, one of our one of our church services. The pastor was talking about sowing and reaping, and so you 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 get out what you put in. And my job at the time would take me out of town for like four days at a time, um, one or two days, um, one or two weeks out of the month. And I would come back in the house from being gone, and all the bills would be stacked up very neatly on my dresser and not opened or anything. And so I said, why are the bills up here? How come you haven't looked at them to say, hey, look, this is due, this is what we need to do so we can figure out a plan? And he felt because he was not sowing, he couldn't reap. And for him, reaping meant make the decisions on the bill. And I was like, oh, no, 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 this is, this is a responsibility we have to do. This is not a thing we can just say we're not going to do. You know, no, this is something we got to do. It's not, it's not anything I want to do. We just have to do it. So it, it, it's, there is a complete um, miscommunication, lack of communication that goes on in this, in this very particular hot spot. Um, so I don't, I mean, I don't know, ladies, you all might be able to add something to it. I don't, I don't even know what to, what to say to people other than the fact that because it, it takes so much of the man's, um, and I don't want to say ego as in, oh, he's just puffed up and proud, but it takes so much out of him when he loses his job. And especially if he, if he loses it, not for anything that he did. So it takes so much out of them, it's hard for them to kind of get it back and talk. And so as women, we've got to kind of find that medium spot, but also, you know, we got to help get the bills paid too. So I, I don't know. It, 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 was, it was a hot mess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in here. Uh, this is Rodney. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump back in. And, and, and I'm going to say this, um, and, and to any men um, who are out there listening, um, this is especially for us. Um, number one, you can't be so proud that you cause your relationship to fail or your household to sink. You can't be you can't be that proud. And for you ladies listening, if you know if you know of a man, now it may be hard for you to go to your man, but you can tell what I'm saying to another man and ask him to tell him. But you can't be that proud. You can't you can't be that proud as a man. Because here's the thing, man. You have to be creative. You may let's say let's say as a man, let's say technology is a big thing today, right? And let's say you're working in the field of, of technology and you're making six figures a year, you're handling your business. Let me tell you something. I don't care what they tell you. What they tell you on TV. I don't care what they tell you in school. Even even with six figures, guess what? You are still considered middle class in this country. You are not wealthy, and you are only one decision from the poorhouse. You are only one beer at happy hour away from getting a DUI and losing your job. Like that. That that's just reality, and we gotta all understand that. But here's the thing. Just because you lose your job in the field that you went to school for does not mean you can't still provide for your family. Because guess what? Even at McDonald's that may pay you 6 $7 an hour, 
six or seven dollars an hour is always going to be better than zero dollars an hour. So if you got to get up every day and go and work at McDonald's for forty hours a week and you only bring it home two fifty, guess what? Your two fifty is going to pay a bill or two. You may not be able to handle your business like you were. But you've got to contribute something. And let me tell you, for the most part, man, if you got a little girl, you got a little hood rat, you might be in trouble, brother. But if you got a if you got a decent woman, she really doesn't care how much you bring it in, as long as you bring it in something and you are trying to work towards something. Most women will stand by you and support you as long as they see you trying hard and they see you working towards something. And we fellas lose sight of that because, like you guys said, we get into this mode where it's like, well, no, nah, I, I got to be the one doing Listen, it. Listen, it, it, that, that's, that's 1847. It's not 2016. And I'm going to say this also to everybody out there listening. Men and women. I teach school. If Tamaria thinks I'm going to bring a whole lot of money in this house teaching school, uh, <laughs> she is very confused. But here's the thing. Tamaria makes way more money than I do. Way more money than I do. We don't fight over money. Never have. We don't, we don't fuss over who's going to pay when we go out to dinner. We don't we, we don't we don't fight over money, and I don't walk around insecure. I, she'll tell you I'm just I'm just as happy I, as I was the day she met me. Like the fact that she makes more money, I don't walk around pouting about that. So what? Because we on the same team, and I don't care what position you play on that team. Guess what? If the team wins, everybody gets a trophy. So what does it matter? As long as we are working together. That's all that matters. And, man, you've got to learn to work together. Let me tell you something else. My dad was really affected by that last recession. My dad is in construction. And where he lives, they took a real big hit. I mean, a big one. And my stepmom wasn't working. And they have a beautiful house, beautiful house. Guess what? That was eight years ago. They still living in that house. Why? Because my dad understands, you know what? Yeah, I'm not doing what I was doing before, but guess what? I'm getting out of this house every day, and I'm going to find something to do. I, I will cut somebody's grass. I'll wipe somebody's windows. My dad, every day, my dad found something to do to bring money back in his house so that his relationship, his marriage didn't, didn't fail, and so that he could still live in his house. And that's what we have to do as men. It's okay if you lose your job. Guess what? They, we all, we all, we all one step away from losing them. But find some other way to earn an income. That, that there's no excuse. Because what you do is you put a burden on your household. Now you're making more issues because, as Lisa just said, women don't understand. They're like, hey, what, what do you, what do you mean? And so now that turns into another fight because he's like, well, I don't get why you don't understand. So, so, so he's confused. She don't understand. Now he don't understand why she don't understand. You got all these problems. Everybody in the house confused. 
Everybody in the house mad. Because hey, hey, Rodney, I want to let, let me jump in because what I want I want to make sure that we um, because like I said, and I I get this money thing, but y'all, unless we are complete, we can make we could both make a hundred thousand dollars a year. And if we mess up on the inside, if we got the issue that we really uh-huh. want to get in tonight, I mean, the fatherless women and all that, because I think most of us right now, we just want a man that want to work and consistently and want to bring <laughs> that money home and put it together. With, I mean, really, let's, just, let's be serious. So I don't want to spend an hour on make more and all of that, because before we get to that point, we got to be able to even handle that emotionally and, and be able to pull our resources, our finances together. We just got to convince people to do that. Like, can you operate, bring it all together, mm-hmm. sit down, make a plan for your household? Like mm-hmm. you said, Rodney, realize that you're on the same team. That's the same thing we got to do. If you have picked a woman to do life with and you know she has issues, you're still on the same team as her. If she's the mother mm-hmm. of your children, you're on the same team as, as she is. So those those issues are your issues as well because guess what? You leave, guess who has your children? And I think that's the mm-hmm. picture that we're missing. I love the fact that you're saying we're on the same team, you realize that you two are on the same team. That's the same thing we need to do when we're dealing, when men are dealing with women and their issues. And I'll say emotions because we got into last week talking about how men, I think Trent brought this up about people having to know their role. Um, However, talking about the money situation, we can talk the game all night. Most women, if they make more than, and I'll say most, not all, Tamari, is is different. But a lot of women, I'll say, if they make more than, very few women can handle that in a respectful way. You you know what I'm saying? Mm. That's why I say until they until they yeah. get themselves together, we women get ourselves together emotionally and be able to handle if we make more money, how are we going to make that man feel? And if we feel good about ourselves and, and about our relationship with God, we're not going to, deme- you know, make that man feel less than a man because he makes less or he's lost his job and now I'm paying all the bills. So that's why I really want to to get to some of these mm-hmm. things, the fatherless woman, the fear, the abandonment, the anger, the unforgiveness, and the looking for love and the letting go that we have inside. Because if we do that, it really, I won't say it doesn't matter what the man makes. It matters what he does with what he makes. It doesn't matter who makes more. It's that we're working and we're both trying or trying to find work. We're, we're on the same team, as you put it, Rodney. And those are the things that, that I really want us to get into tonight. Those, just those, the meat of of our issues, who we are, and I really truly believe one of the main things that we all have common ground in some way, shape, form, or fashion is being a fatherless woman. And that that means that doesn't mean if your father was in the house with you or 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 not. Some fathers, some men are in the house, and they they still women still feel like they are fatherless. Uh, girl, fatherless woman, the young girl. Tammy, let me ask, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question, Tammy, because I like what you just brought up, and because uh, uh, <laughs> I think if you are a woman and you make more money than your man, and you find a way to to belittle him or make him feel small, I think I think you got issues. So uh, my question to you, Tammy, is 
where where do you think that issue comes from when a woman feels the need uh, to uh, you know because she because she knows she makes more money or um um you know and and, and, and let me and I got to bring this up too I got to bring this up too a lot of times i see or hear comments that suggest that the woman is in control of the man, meaning um, it, it irks my nerves when a man tells me he has to ask his wife, can he do something? I'm sorry, can you do what? Are, are, are you not 40 years old and you still asking people for permission? Like, and, and, the, woman, and, and the women just, the women just sit back and eat that stuff up. We, this ain't about y'all tonight. You're going to have to get out of here with that now. We ain't funny y'all tonight. <laughs> we got it. You said what? <laughs> can I add something really quickly? Yeah. I, I, I think, Say that again. I, oh, God, I was just saying, can I add something really quickly? Because I think a lot of what has been said, um, it comes back down to communication. So whether it deals with uh, situations in the workplace where you might feel unfairly treated, um, situations at home where you might make more, um, even in the situation where, you know, just making sure that man feels comfortable, you know, being who he is without feeling belittled, it all comes back down to communication and being able to have those conversations that seemingly may be tough. Right. It, it, yeah, that I, I totally agree, as as well as, again, those the women, us, knowing who we are, what we want, and feeling worthy of, yes. of whoever we, we've allowed in our lives. So, I mean, Ronnie, to answer your question, and then we're going to get into the fatherless women, but to answer your question about what makes a woman um, treat that man, I guess is, is what you're saying, what makes a woman act in that way, I think, again, all the things that we've named, the hurt and the pain, and them looking for something, women looking for something that brings them some type of value, even if it means belittling the man that, that they've chosen to do life with. And then the way that the world has, we've allowed the world to um, tell us, and I think we talked about that um, in part one, how the world has just, we've allowed the world, I'm going to say that, to tell us what, what, what makes us valuable, um, whether it's the clothes we wear, the purse, the shoes, the job we have, the education we have, you're, you're nothing unless you have this. And then about submit, being submissive, we talked about that. Look what the world tells us if a woman wants to be submissive to her man, and even if she if she makes more, but she tells him, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna entrust this in you." Look how look how her friends or her family will will make her feel about doing that. And the man could be the greatest man ever. They don't care. That's that's just how we think. And if you are not together, if you don't have your thought process together and if you don't know, if you've not made a decision what you want in your life and be willing to let everybody and everything go in order to get that, that healthy life, that healthy mindset, that healthy thought process, then again, like I said, it doesn't matter if you both make $100,000 a year. Look how many people got all the money in the world, best jobs, great, huge homes, best cars. Look where they end up. Because they've not learned how to be one. Like you said, Rod, they've not learned how to be that team. You can't 
be a team if you haul the ball all the time. If you're on basketball but you keep the ball, that's not a team. You plan for yourself. That person has not learned how to be a part of a team. And the same thing in marriage. We have to we have to be complete or in a relationship. And and what I think is happening is we're not complete as women. We have all this stuff going on. Now we're looking for this man to make everything right, everything right. And I agree with Lisa had to jump off, but I agree with what she said that, you know, it, do, it doesn't. It doesn't matter who makes more. It doesn't. All that really doesn't matter. It's it's really who who are you and what are you bringing? What what are you bringing? If you're not working, you you can pick the kids up. But it's it's about coming together and being complete within yourself, and then allowing somebody to add to your life, not make your life. And I think that's what we're looking for. We're so depleted as women. We have this idea that the world has sold us. Like even fatherless women, you know, there are a lot of young girls who are who does not have a father, don't have a father because their father is deceased. So we're not guaranteed to have that father. But look how many, even if it's subconsciously, how it affects us. And, and a lot of women will say, well, no, I'm not affected by not having a father in my life. But I talk to so many young girls and grown women who are still looking for love because they didn't get what they needed from their dad. And I think that's the biggest epidemic that we look over in this society, that we just don't see an importance. And why men, why, why does it bother men when they are not the sole breadwinner, when they're, when they're not making the most? Because, like we said in the last show, that God has just made some things. The, the thing is the way it's supposed to be. You have this 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 male who God says for, for to love your wife as Christ loved the church. There's just certain roles, as Trent brought up last last week, that that we need to understand. So if you if you make more, then don't don't put your man down. But in order to do that, then you have to have a complete woman, number one, who loves herself, loves God, knows what that means to love someone else and become one. And I think so many women are hurt and broken to the point where they get to that relationship and realize, oh, well, you didn't fix me. Well, you didn't do this. Well, you can't do this. Well, why do I need you? And now this is just another disappointment, another rejection that hits the nerve, hits the sore spot, and then now you're just doomed. It's just a matter of when. When do we separate? When do we start cheating? When do we divorce? When do we when do we mess up our children's lives? And so again, it has to be about you have to be a little bit selfish. I'm gonna say to women, I think you need to be a little bit selfish and take care of your issues. First Recognize, acknowledge that that you do have them, that there are some things that have affected you in your life, whether it's uh, being that fatherless woman, whether you've been hurt and abandoned so much until you don't trust, or you are that clingy woman that tries to, to, to make it all right and say, if I cling, then he won't leave. Or if I, if I play like I'm the independent woman, like, hey, I don't need you, then maybe – He'll need you. Well, just need, just know who you are and need yourself for a little while. Just need yourself for a little while. Stop looking for the love, the right guy, 
and all those things and figure out who you are. Because just like everything else, you can't, there are certain things, a car is a car, but you have the Chevrolet, you have the Fords or whatever, and there are certain ways to work on those cars. There are certain parts that go that fit this one and the, and the other one fits the Ford. We have to figure out what fits us and what doesn't and stop being conformed to this world. Stop thinking like we have to, and I know you women probably get sick of me talking about the purses and the shoes, but I do have an issue with that when we're spending three and $400 on shoes and don't have three and $400 in the bank. I have an issue with that. I do, and I'm going to continue to have it because why? I think a lot of the buying and the spending and the name brand items comes from you trying to fulfill. I'm not saying everybody, so don't, don't, don't call in, you know, that I'm saying that. I'm not saying everybody. But what I do see, when you, when you have women who are barely getting by, barely holding it down alone, and it's okay for you to spend that much money, you have three and four and five purses that cost half your rent in your closet, why? Because you are trying to fulfill something. And, and it may be food for somebody else. It may be sex for somebody else. So we all have our stuff and our things, but what I'm saying is when you look in the mirror and you see that stuff and you see that thing, call it out and figure out the root of it. Why? Why do I keep attracting the same being? Why, do I don't, why don't I speak up for myself on my job? Why do I let people control my life? Why am I angry? Why do I have problems unforgiving, I mean, for not forgiving people? What am I looking for? Why do I, why, why do I keep picking the same man and allowing the same things in, in my life? Why do I hold on too much? Why don't I let go? Whatever your issue is, whatever it is, but it has to be about you for a minute in order for you to get with someone else. Because like I said, whether he makes 100000 or 50000 if you two are not complete people or people who are desiring to be complete, and dealing with your issues, the money doesn't matter. I mean, it, it really doesn't. It's like on my job, we were, we were talking about our referral fees, and they wanted to, to raise it. And I'm like, it doesn't matter what you raise it to if we're not collecting it. If we're not collecting referral fees because, because of some issues that we have going on inside, the way you're letting our clients do this and that, it doesn't matter what the referral fee is because we're not collecting it anyway. So it's like it doesn't matter what you what you make, what house you live in, what you drive. If you're if you when you walk in your home, it's chaos. You'd rather stay at work than to go to your five bedroom home, all your cars that you're working, killing yourself to keep up. When you avoid that at all costs, what 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 why, what does it matter? If you are just two incomplete people looking for something you don't know what. You're going to go to the next one looking for that same thing. It's never there. And if it is, it's not continuously there. So so those are the things. I mean, calls of you out there, Rodney, Maria, I know you still there, but um, uh, Lisa had to go. What What are your comments on that? Uh, Tamari, do you have anything before I jump back in here? Oh, you can go ahead. You can go first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm going to say this, um, uh, Tammy, uh, to Mary, and to, and to all of our listeners out there. 
Um, we often hear the 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 term or the phrase "daddy issues," and th- there's usually um, a reason why men say that uh, females have daddy issues. Uh, one of them could be the girl is too close to her father. Uh, meaning that, you know, her dad, you know, does live in the home and um, her dad um, is a part of her life. But at the same time, her dad is so involved in her life um, that no one will ever be good enough um, for her because in her mind, you know, uh, she she's a, she's a daddy's girl. And so no one will ever be, um, I'm good enough. And, and so I think that creates a problem. Um, and then also you have, like you said, Sammy, which is more common, the absent fathers. And I think that creates so many more issues um, because when you, when you, when you find a female who, who, who grows up without that, without that male influence, they're learning different things and those things I think begin to mature as the young lady grows up and they create they create a problem. Now here's what I'm gonna here's where I'm gonna throw a wrinkle in here and I want and I do want to hear from more people. One thing that I cannot stand is to hear women talk about no good man or spoiled men, or selfish men, or childish men, and then turn around and raise their sons to be the same way. They spoil their children. They, you know, oh, no, my baby got to have this. Or somebody, you know, their 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 sons are, are doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Oh, don't talk to my, don't talk to my baby like that. Don't, don't correct him. I'm his mother, and you know, and, and, and all of these things, or you know, the boys aren't doing well in school. You know, but they got everything. They got they got forty, fifty inch TVs in their rooms, and, uh, but but they're not earning them. And it's like, what type of man do you think he's going to be when he gets older? And you can't, you can, because you can do whatever you want to do, but to 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 say, well. My son is the way he is because his dad left. But what does that have to do with you? Just because his father left and you decided not to get in another relationship doesn't mean that you can't raise your son to be a productive citizen. Maybe he does need a male role model to learn certain things, but you can teach him to be a productive citizen. You can teach your son to be responsible. You can teach him to pick up his pick up his clothes. Uh, you can teach him to do his own laundry. You can teach your son how to clean up. Like these are things that I learned living with a single mother. Like, no, you're you're going to do certain things. There are expectations. And even though you're a man and I'm a woman, guess what? I will knock you out if you get out of line. And and that's the way it has to be. You can't say, well, ain't no good man out here, but then you turn around and raising your son to be the same way. That 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 you know, cannot I, happen. I think that has, I think that has a lot to do with. I, I call that guilty parenting because I think sometimes women get 
we are emotional, and the way in which we respond to life, not all of us, but a lot of women who have been through a lot of things or feel so down on their life and like they've made so many bad choices and those choices have affected their, the lives of their children, I think a lot of women are, are doing guilty parenting, which means I don't want to make my child, I, I want to be liked by my child. I want someone, I want to get something right. I want, and, and, and that's not the way to get it right, which is why we're talking about these things tonight because we have to start being more conscious in the way, in our, in our actions, in the way that, in our relationships, in the way that we parent, because everything that we do is coming from some place, whether it's a place of pain, a place of healing, and that's why we cannot continue. I think this might have been the quote today on the Butterfly Evolution. I can't remember. If not today, it's out there somewhere going to ready to come out. But we cannot continue. We cannot fix our lives or fix the things with the same thoughts and the mindset that was used to mess them up or to get us in that situation. So a lot of parents are doing those things because they feel so bad about themselves. And this is, this is not a way out. I'm not saying it's right because it's an excuse. It really is an excuse that is going to hurt your child. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, for a long time, people hear me say now, we had, we had girls' night out here a month or so ago, and we were talking about a lot of things. And they were so kind of in awe about me saying, I did a lot of things wrong in raising Brandon. I did. And one of my closest girlfriends, she said, why do you keep saying that? Why do you feel like, because I messed up. Is there some areas? that I truly messed up on. Thank God for his grace and mercy. But I fell into that trap of guilty parenting. Now, I didn't, I didn't buy the, the, the Jordans and all. I wasn't, not to that level. But there were some other areas. Like I said, it may be the purse with you and it may be the food with me. It may be the overindulging and, and, and people pleasing. Whatever it is, it's your thing, but own your thing. And find out where it came from and fix it. But but to, to reply back to that, Ronnie, I do feel that a lot of that is I I have messed up. I chose this sorry man and for my child's dad and I I I owe him everything or her everything. I don't wanna make life um any 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 worse than it already is. And then you have society telling you that if you don't have your child don't have Jordans on or if they don't have the greatest and the latest that you're fail you're a failure as a parent. And so now you're 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 a failure again. So everywhere you turn, you're being rejected. You know, Johnny and Bobby is telling you they love you tonight or they're gonna be with you forever and then two weeks later they're with somebody else and gone and it could be your fault as well. You could have something to do with it. But to them, it's just another letdown, another setback. And so I think parents try to find, single mothers try to find some way to say to their child, I'm sorry, I messed up without saying it, without really, really saying it. And some of them will say it as well. But I, I, not all, but I think a lot <laughs> of that has to do with, with, with those, because some parents just do just whatever, just get what you want, just get out of my way so I can do what I want. But in the end, I think we have some great, single mothers who are just caught up in their emotions. And I think that's why it's so important to have men around. When I say men around, emotionally healthy men who are secure in their own being, 
who is not trying to, to do this house and another house and this woman and another woman trying to find themselves, but someone who knows the value in being a husband, being a father, being head of his household, regardless of what he makes, that he's, a, he's head of his household. I mean, back in the day when your uncle could walk in the house, just because he was a man, you straighten up. And that's the boys and the girls. So let alone your father, the next door neighbor who's a male can walk out. But because of who they are, the, being that male and that authority, having that authority figure or just presence, it was different. Well, we've lost that. Why? Because the same women you're talking about, Rodney, who were buying the, the, the boys, or the children, the girls, all this stuff, or making them sorry, not making them do this, they're doing it for the men as well. Women are letting men come in their house and while they go off to work. And then, like Lisa said, at least her husband was looking for a job. He made looking for a job his job. Well, they're, they're, that's not happening in most cases today. They'll, they'll drop you off to work, drop the baby off to the daycare, and go back home or do whatever. And be okay. And play video that. games. <laughs> Go back home and play video right. games. <laughs> and ask you, what are you cooking? What are you going to buy to cook at that? And women are so low in, in who they are and what what they have to offer, so they're accepting that because they feel like there's nothing else. I've messed up so bad. This is it for me. And so I'm going to hold that. Hold that's that's just what's going on. I think we got to call. Hold that uh, hold that thought to me. Yes, I I so want to come back to that. I want to come back to that. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take this call and then there's a there's a song that I found to me and I and I want to read the lyrics out uh, on the air <laughs> and then I'm gonna post it on the uh, event page. But right now we're gonna pull in our caller for air, from area code nine zero one. Last four digits are two nine eight three. Caller, you are on the air. Hello, thank you for having. <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, well, so let me ask you a question. Um, by the way, um, let me ask this question then. Uh, when women say that there are no good, there are no men, there are no good men, and they put all this negative there. Yeah, when I, when I was a probation officer, I used to go in and have to observe uh, the probation. The, uh, you know, the young man and what's going on in the house. And I would often see um, guys with their pants sagging playing video games. Uh, and um, and the woman's there, young girls, they're basically doing nothing, basically. But nonetheless, the young boy is, is, is not being taught anything other than uh, what you see on a daily basis. So I wonder why do one why do um, why do women keep having a, a girls that know you know things are hard? Why do they keep having children when they know they can't take care of children? Uh, I mean, we got to start dealing with that issue, really. Um, and 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 why do they choose the wrong type of men mm. and then have babies? That's a good question. <laughs> you know, and, and then and then say. Well, you know, the man no good. So. I think it Great goes question, back sir. to uh, looking for love. I mean, and, and look, looking for love and being afraid. Um, I think sometimes you've been hurt so much and you're so used to, like I said, what we started out with the trash can. It's what you know. 
And so if what you've seen and what you know, know, what you know to be true, your truth, doesn't mean it's the truth, but what your life, what life has, the cards you've been dealt. If you've not seen a healthy marriage or a healthy relationship in your upbringing, if you've seen your mom be abused and just man after man come in and make all these promises and never, never follow through, well, when Mr. Now, this sounds crazy, but when, when the great guy rides up on the horse to save you, that, look, that, that doesn't even register with your spirit or your mindset. That, that sounds like, what? Really? That's so, that's so whatever. As crazy as that sounds. And that's why I say you have to condition your mind. You have to become unlearned and change your thinking. Look at your life and say, what has this, has this worked for my, my mother, my friends, my sister? Has this worked? Has making these choices worked for them? Do I need to do something different? It's like if I, I was talking to a friend today, if you put chicken in the oven and you think you're going to get steak out, something's wrong with you. So if you keep getting, <laughs> meeting your I mean, really, but that's the same concept with picking men or thinking that your life is going to change without you changing. If you don't change, you're going to keep picking the loser. You're going to think that your baby is going to to answer your question, why have the babies? Because they're looking for love. And they're hoping this guy, again, as sick as it sounds, is true. They're hoping this guy it's finally going to see my value, see my worth. My baby, my baby is going to be different. They're hopeful of that. They are sincerely hopeful for that change. And so but, the mind is sick in, in, in a lot of ways, you guys. And if we don't stop and, and think about what's in us, what's the root of our hell, what's the root I, of it, none of this I, will work. Valid point. Yeah, yeah. I just at the same time, and you made some valid points. At the same time, I just hope all the young women now that they would would teach these girls to stop having babies. That you know, having a baby does does not mean that you need someone to love and you need a baby to love. And by having a baby, and, and then you're taking that child's life. We need to stop. But that. you know how how do you how do you get that young girl that is that is is that's her that's her medicine. That's what makes her feel. That's why I say it, it's like telling a, a drug addict not it's not how hard it is to get that person off of those drugs because to this young girl who's now a woman that has been her coping mechanism. That's what that's what gets her on her high. Although it's hell coming off of that high because she soon realizes I've opened my legs up to another guy who I mean nothing to. I've gotten I have another child by this guy who I mean nothing to. But for that time that he was with her, she at least felt some value. So as as quick as it comes, it goes away. And that's why we have to do better, fathers, brothers. Uncle, you have to do better in expressing to these girls that they are loved and they are valuable and let them see you treating your woman, not your women, as valuable. 
because you can't, you, you, you know, I can't let Brandon be his wife and then he get mad because somebody beat me. That's crazy. So you got, we, we're talking the game, but, but few want to walk the game. And so, again, you have to try to understand that person's sickness and where, where it comes from. Where, where is the root of it? And what has fed it? What has this person allowed to, what is the food for that sickness or the medicine for that sickness? And, and if it's one thing I've learned, and this is recently, recently, is to, it's, and, and, that's, and I'm going to say judge, maybe not the right word, I'm going to say to try to figure out why this person does or not does this. But try to understand, and that's 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 hard for me because I was one that like like you like why y'all keep having these babies, and I still say that, but that's not working. So what is it about you, young lady, or woman, that makes you makes you make you want to give yourself away over and over and over again and have baby after baby after baby, and mm. expecting it to change? When you didn't change the type of man you picked, because you didn't change the type of man you want or you were attracted to. And that's why I say until we deal with the issues, until we deal with that fear, with that I'm an independent woman, I don't need you, or I need you so bad I'm going to cling on to you like you are God himself, until we really, like, slap somebody in the face and say, look at you. This has nothing to do with a no good man. Or uh, uh, whatever. This has to do with you because in order for you to allow this no good man in your life, what is it in you? What is, what is going on inside of you? Because until then, we're gonna have grown women still still blaming men for being in their lives and getting them pregnant and and all of this. And if you weren't raped, you can't blame them. Yes, you gotta one by four, by choice. Say that again. If it wasn't by force, it was by choice. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it, it is I'm about gonna, those personal. I'm going to jump back in here, and, and, and here's and here's what I think. Um, you you guys have have said a mouthful, um, but one of the things that that I've always said is, and 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 this is just me. Uh, feel free to press the number one and tell me what you think. Um, or comment in the chat room, or however you're listening. When somebody is insecure, or when somebody is is messed up on the inside, and I know we're talking about women tonight, but but because I know men are like this too, um, I'm, I'm going to be hesitant to say to say women. So I'm just going to say when somebody is messed up on the inside. They don't want people to see that they're messed up. They don't want people mm-hmm. to 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 know the dirt or 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 whatever those ugly things are that live on the inside of them. So what they do is they find people who they think or who are viewed as less than them or worse than them. And that way you notice they get a lot those people get a lot of attention. 
everybody feels sorry for them. It's, oh, my God, pitied pity the poor single mother. Oh, my God, he did her so wrong. Oh, But it keeps happening. She keeps, no matter how it goes, she keeps taking it. And you notice she's comforted, she's supported, and all of those things, right? Right. But when they get with somebody who is a good man, they don't want to stay in that relationship too long. Why? Because they wow. they know that they are messed up on the inside. And so it starts to bother them to keep hearing, girl, you got a good man. Girl, we love him. Girl, keep him around. Girl, they, it, it starts to bother them. They they can't handle it because it's now they're being exposed. Give you give you give you a, a scenario to compare it to. My car may be dirty, right? But right. as long as my car is next to a car that's dirtier than mine, you gonna focus on the car that's dirtier than mine, right? So, so guess what? I, if I don't want if I don't want you to pay attention to how dirty my car is, I'm gonna park it to the dirtiest car I can find. So that way you'll keep saying, "Man, that car right there, dirty." Talking about the other car, man, that car dirty. Well, you know what? My mine mine dirty too. No, but yours ain't as bad as that one. So, right. see, now you didn't let me off the hook. But, see, if I go and park that thing next to somebody who just had that thing shine and waxed, oh, no. You, Rodney, get your, Rodney, what are you thinking? Clean your car, boy. And I think that's what happens in these relationships. I know I'm messed up, so I'm going to go find somebody who's more messed up than me. So that way, guess what? You're going to feel sorry for me because a lot of times in these relationships, I, I, I'm just going to tell it like it is. People start looking for attention, not from their companion, but from the outside. Oh, man, because who's going to see a single mother and and say, man, she needs to get it together? But they don't have the conversation well, about that no question. good man. I, I have a question for you. When you say, Rodney, when you say that they're going to feel, when they pick the when they when they get the man that is um I guess kinda has his stuff together, uh, they start to feel guilty or when you said something about some they feel sorry for who, I wanna make sure I understand that because I have a question about that. Who who's gonna feel sorry for her? When she has a good man? Yeah, who were, who when you said they're gonna feel sorry for her, were you saying who who feels sorry for her when she has the good man or the, the bad man? People feel sorry for her when she has the bad man. Okay, so let me ask you this. How do you think she feels about herself when she has the bad man versus the good man? I think Just she like feels, I, I think, about the I honestly think, I honestly think, Tammy, um, and, and this is going to sound crazy, but I honestly think that when when people get with somebody who they feel is, and, I'm, and, and, and let me make this clear. Let me make this clear. I'm talking about insecure people. Okay. I'm talking about people in general. Okay. Okay. When you, I think, I think that when people are insecure, if that woman is insecure, and she's with a man that she feels like he's worse than her, and let me give you some reasons why she would think that, because he, because he dogs her out, he cheats on her, um, he hits her, he stays all all times of the night, doesn't take care of his kids, what you name it. 
I think I think that woman feels good about herself. Okay. And I think, if we could just stop I, here for a minute because I, go I ahead. love what you said. <laughs> we have a call or two. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I see that one. Just hold on for a minute for a seven five seven. Um about the car. Imagine that same scenario. If if you pull your dirty car up against the clean car, then Hey, you stand out. Like, Rodney, you need to wash your car. But if it's next to a car that's dirtier than yours, hey, Rodney's car is not so bad. The focus is on this one. The same with, with, with this scenario, going back to some women are just looking for a way to feel better about, about themselves and who they are and, and, and to right so many wrongs. They're hoping that one one thing will right so many wrongs. One man will right so many wrongs, regardless of what I have to go through to to see if this right, if this is the right that will will make all these this wrong right or go away. So if this man comes into her life that is a good man, again, that's not going to look look right anyway because of where where she's already coming from, mindset, uh-huh. brokenness bondage and all of that. So now she's got to do one or two things. I mean, she's got to straighten it up. It's like the old people mm-hmm. say, you, you come clean and stay away, stink, period. And they're not ready to come clean, number one, because they've not admitted that they're broken, that they have issues. The average woman mm. today thinks that she wants to make herself believe that I got it all together, and it's these sorry men that have messed my <laughs> life up, da-da-da-da-da. And that's, that's what we say on this show. you got to first realize or take responsibility for everything that has happened in your life. Until you are ready to do that, you're going to continue to blame people for, for mm-hmm. whatever has happened in your life. So it's, that's why mm-hmm. I wanted to bring it up because the class scenario that you used, I wanted to use the same as people. So if this broken woman who feels so down on herself, so down, if she gets a man that she thinks she might can bring up or he'll think something about her that makes him see some value in her, that's her medicine for the day. That's her high. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're okay, right. I know we got the call. About that <laughs> I'm, I'm going to bring our call in, uh, and, and as I and as I bring our call in, I'm going to say this. Um, just think about this, everyone who's listening. How many times have you been in the wrong? But the moment you noticed somebody else was wrong too, you felt a little bit better. For example, you got to be to work at eight o'clock. You get there at eight ten. <laughs> And somebody else strolling at eight ten two, you like, you know what? We walking in here together because I be with myself. It's the same thing. Call it from here. You go seven five seven. Last four digits are two three three two. Call you are on the air. Yes. Hi. 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 <laughs> hi. I wanted to uh, comment. Okay. Sorry about that. I want to comment about <laughs> about us women as far as I know you did just speak um, currently about the workplace, about doing something wrong. And I didn't know if you wanted to respond on that now. But I just listened to you all speak. I just came in from um, Norfolk, Virginia. Um, and, you know, a lot of things with the women, me, I guess, 
being as an example, coming from a house that was, you know, a strong Christian house. My grandmother was very strict, you know, and and very, you know, gave us a strong foundation as far as the church. But there was no male example available. You know, I had uncles, you know, three, but no one was visible around. I actually only remember one uncle that I saw all the time that would take us out um, that was married to my aunt, you know, for years, decades now. But, you know, a lot of times we choose the wrong men, not just because of low self-esteem or because we're looking, you know, for something to make ourselves feel better. A lot of times we need the example of what to look for. Because, mm. you know, if you go out there and you're just so naive going out in the dating game and you meet a guy and he kicked the game and you're like, oh, I'm in love. <laughs> like she said, I love him. <laughs> He's my high for now, you know. And just being neglective because of that love, not, you know, protecting yourself or listening to him, no one having that conversation. I mean, me now having my daughter 18 who is now approaching 18 in four months, and just going back to school to receive my degree and everything after having four children, I'm sitting here thinking to myself, yeah, I didn't did something wrong here. But now, you know, being I'm working in sociology, I'm starting to evaluate myself, and I'm saying to myself, I never was really good in choosing because I didn't know what I was looking for, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't I specifically got- <laughs> know what I was looking for. Of course, when I found out that wasn't what I wanted, I left. But it was still after years and after children. And, you know, either way, you know, sometimes I just feel like a lot of us need that example. Like she was saying for the men to step up. A lot of women, you know, it's a lot of single mothers raising these kids. And, you know, even for our boys, they need to see an example. I mean, look at the president of the United States. Now they can see that as a possibility. You know, sometimes Mm. we just need to see you know, what? what is this man supposed to be? Because every man I ever known and grew up with, you know, he was so distant to me, you know? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I met one, actually, uh, the, the man that I said was most influential in my life, I met at 23 years old, and he's still a major father figure in my life. And he helped me to recognize my self-worth. And to realize that even though I had these kids and I ain't choose the best thing, he told me, leave that alone for a little while. You know, mm. try to focus on you because you're smart. I can see it's some things you want to do for yourself. Get yourself together mm. and all of that will fall in line. You know. Call, call and that's what I just wanted to what? add to that. <laughs> all right, don't, you don't, mind don't go anywhere just yet. Right now, I have a question for her, if you don't mind. Can I ask you, yeah. what, what's, your, what, what's your relationship with your father? My relationship with my father is he's been mostly incarcerated most of my life. Um, I was raised by my mother up until 11, uh, where she actually was involved with a relationship that um, she was very naive as well. Um, she was in a relationship mm-hmm. with a drug dealer, which got her into a situation where we were all kind of scattered at that time. So I was raised by my grandmother, me and my oldest brother, up until adulthood, mm-hmm. pretty much. Okay. okay. So I'm kind of estranged um, from both of my okay. parents, actually. But at the same time, me and my mother, you know, we've gotten much stronger. But, yeah, the father figure was not there. And like I said with the uncles, I had a lot of aunts, though. So. 
lot of women <laughs> all single. I believe only one was married. Out of seven girls, only one of my two, excuse me, two at the time when I was growing up were married. Now, they're starting to get married now in older age. I mean, it made me strong as a woman, like I'm a good provider for myself and my family because that's what I grew up around, independent women. Mm-hmm. So kind of, we kind of probably in um, uh, kind of emasculate men. <laughs> probably <laughs> that's what I think. We can that sometimes, you know. You that's another thing I had to learn to let my man be a man, to not try to do mm-hmm. everything to let him. You know, I had to learn that though. I didn't know that. <laughs> you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yes, but I wanted to say, I wanted to say though to uh, Mr. Rodney Jordan, I am an old friend of yours. I don't know if you recognize my voice, but you were the one that told me, "Don't make sure I go to school. Make sure, no matter what, I go back to school." You remember me? I do remember you. <laughs> I just I'm, seen I'm, you at the reunion. I, I, I do remember. I, I, I want to ask you this, though, uh, uh, before we let you go, and I'm so glad that, that, that you went back to school and finished. And uh, one thing about it, it, it doesn't matter how long it takes um, because I graduated from, from high school in 2000, and I didn't finish college until 2008. So it, it really mm-hmm. doesn't matter. But but I'm going to ask you this, though, going back to what you said about, you know, not having that example because you were surrounded by so many men that uh, there were not good examples of good, good role models. And so yes. you know, the, first, the first time you went out, you you picked the wrong guy because you didn't know what to look for. How many free passes should a woman get when she's picking these men? But, you know, as they also say from my background, we start to date the same man over and over again. Okay. We, we think he's different, but in the end, he has the same characteristics as the other one. Like she said, right. that is something that you have to go back and see what those issues are. And, okay. you know, a lot what? of us, depending on how you grow up, you got to address that. What so, she just so, said is so powerful, you guys. Yeah. I mean, let her say that again because she that that that's it. Like, she's recognized that. She's picking. She picked these guys for whatever reason, and we have to realize yeah. mm-hmm. that our eyes and our hearts and our pain is like a camcorder. It's like it's recording all these things, and it, it reminds yeah. me of like with Facebook. Now you could just hover your cursor over a picture, and it recognizes. You don't have to type the name out. So crazy to me. Mm-hmm. The same with our pain and our hurt and our stuff. So those mm-hmm. guys have become your habit, your medicine, your norm. And it looks crazy yeah. to somebody else looking outward, but to you, it's normal. It's it's your life. It's what has been yep. recorded in your heart. It's your norm. It's the medication that was prescribed with your name on it just for you. And like you said, you 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 need an example. But like Rodney said, how many free passes do does these people get in your life before you realize to all of our exactly. people who are listening women? How many before you realize where this is taking you, how this is adding to your pain, adding to your yes. problems, your destruction, the games that you play with yourself? I mean, that's well, what you, you know. Said. That changes. That's <laughs> various. 
you know, that's various based on the individual because we all have our breaking point and nobody's is the same. And mm-hmm. we have, you know, where they say you're going to learn eventually sooner or later. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, I can't have to my daughter that now. You know, you're going to figure it out. It's either going to be sooner or later. Of course, I hope sooner, but, you know, it's different for every person. And, and, and here's the here's the other thing, um, um, and 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 this is just this is just uh, humor, I guess. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> something else that I that I noticed that you said, and then and then I'm gonna actually like uh, be serious for a second. But something else I noticed that you said was that um, uh, you know women with these issues they go out. And they're looking for a man, or they want a man, but they don't know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Now, y'all got some serious issues because <laughs> why are you going looking for something and you don't know what you're looking for? Y'all do the exactly. same thing. At, you're right. Y'all do the same thing at the grocery store. Y'all be like, I'm you're going right. to the store to get what? <laughs> I don't know what you're going for. <laughs> That's true, man. That makes a lot of sense. But you know what? That's what I had to think about. And that's why it's been like three years since I've actually been dating and stuff because I had to sit back what? and evaluate myself. I had to sit back <laughs> and and just check check myself. Plus, I was in school at the time. Y'all was busy, okay, still and everything. Yeah. But um, I had to sit back and say, you know what? No, <laughs> okay, whatever <laughs> is going on wrong here, enough is enough. I had to say to myself and believe that. I deserved more, and there was something out better for me because I looked. I kept looked around, like you know, you know. I looked at, like I said, some situations, and I said, "Hey, if she can get what I know, but you like to say, you never know what's in somebody's personal home." But sometimes we do have to evaluate ourselves, and if there's an issue within ourselves, and that's the main thing in my field of work. I can't go in there trying to help somebody when I haven't got my own issues together, and we both sitting across from each other crying. <laughs> you know, I have to go deal with my site before I can move forward to help anybody. You know, and that was you, something you, I had to focus on. You know something, I, and, and here's where I'm going to jump back to being, being serious. Here's um, a prime example, um, I think, Tammy, of of someone who. Um, and I and I know this person personally. We worked together for years, and so like I, I'm just blessed just just listening to her talk. But just in general, here's a case of someone who um, who was making choices that they weren't necessarily happy with um, mm-hmm. at some point when they finally decided to evaluate the situation, but. Eventually, they say, "You know what? Let me just stop." Mm-hmm. You got people sixty years old still trying to figure out the same thing. But the, mm-hmm. but but she said, "You know what? All right, I've I've picked the same person. They just had different names, but I picked the same person over and over and over and over again." And I do agree that mm-hmm. that, that a lot of times mm-hmm. we do that if we don't pump the brakes early enough. Some people do, some people don't. But eventually you said, let me stop. And, and for those of you who feel like you keep running into brick walls in relationships, just mm-hmm. stop. Take a break. Take a break. 
because I'm going to say, um, Tamari and I have been married over a month now, and let me tell you, it was when I said, you know what, I'm I'm just going to stop. And even when uh, my best friend came to me and said, hey, he, he was trying to introduce me to her, I'm like, and uh, no, I'm good. Mm-hmm. It was at that moment that it's like, oh, she's different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so you 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 have to you have to stop. But then also, um, it's okay. I think people think that, and I think society puts pressure on people. In addition to them having these voids because they didn't have a father in their life or a mom or whatever, society puts pressure on people to where people feel like I'm a failure as a female if I don't have kids. I, I'm just a failure. Or if I'm not married or if I'm, if I'm not in a, a relationship, and it's like it is okay. Like you said, focus on yourself. Try to get your own stuff together. Because I'm going to say this to him and I'm going to turn it back over to you. A lot of times these are the people out there giving out advice. The people who have broken relationship, that's the broken relationship, they are the ones who have the most to say about relationships. And it's like, wait a minute. How, how is it that yeah. you can't keep a man, but you're going to tell this young lady over here how to keep a man? Why is it that, sir, you have had failed relationship after failed relationship, but yet you have all this advice? And, and, and I get it that people say, well, I can tell you what not to do. Maybe. But, like, <laughs> just take some time and chill. Like you just said, how you how you helping people with their issues and both of y'all sitting there crying? Like, you got to get yourself <laughs> together first before you go and try to help somebody else. Tammy? Um, Rodney, I'm just I, I don't know how old you are, caller, but it's just I'm thankful that you said the things that you said because you mm-hmm. will be able to help someone. You will really be able to help someone, a young girl, and do that. Um, mm-hmm. But I love what you said when you said you're looking for an example, and I'll say that it sounds like you found out, and I just posted this mm-hmm. on there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Are your greatest example. You are the you become the example because you have some young people watching you now, and that's the way that yeah. we break the cycle. Is we break who we've allowed society, our upbringing, our mother, our father, our uncles, our aunts, the life, the the projection that we have seen, the recording that's on our heart. You gotta break it. You gotta rip it out, throw it away, and start your own. Because if not, guess what? Your little ones are mm-hmm. going to be looking for the same example. That's They're right. They're going to be looking mm-hmm. for something that's in them. And we're so yes. easy looking outward. Even society has taught us to, to, to take care of yourself and be your number one. Take care of you mm-hmm. so that you can. You're not, like you said, sitting up there crying with the people because they remind you of your own stuff. You know? Exactly. So yes. You know? Take care of you. Be a little selfish. That's going to be my new thing here because we've been taught that you're selfish. Some people are really selfish yes. in a good way because if I can't swim and you're drowning, I'm not coming to get you. I'm sorry. I'm going. I, if I can't swim unless I see Jesus out there in that water directing me to come, I'm not coming. 
<laughs> yes, and it's time to break those generational curses because, you know, if they're not learning, then guess what? The behavior is repeating. Mm-hmm. It, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, we'll have the master generational curse that we got to be, we got to pretend or, or seem like we are this and we are that. Mm-hmm. And that's why we're talking about at the beginning of the show. You got to be, you become bold and you become fearless when you are starting to walk in, and be your own example. Walk in your own footprint and be your own example for not just you, but for your children who, can, who don't have an excuse now because they've seen mama get it together and become herself mm-hmm. to walk in her purpose. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carl. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope we hope that this won't be the last time that we hear from you. No, I just seen it on Facebook. <laughs> I'm glad I had logged in, though. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hang out with us as long as as you can. But we do understand uh, if you have to go. We got about we got well we have less than 20 minutes. Tim, you're not keeping me oh, on the show till midnight tonight. Okay. <laughs> All right, thanks, Thank Carla. <laughs> All right, bye. Thank you. All right. I, I have just too long of a day to stay on to uh, another hour <laughs> anyway. But I want to share. I um I spoke to my little cousin, who um she is probably twenty. Oh my gosh, is she twenty two, twenty three now? And I talked about her on the show before, but she is she's just a little fireball. And when it comes to guys, I see her, like, she'll give you a try. And that's going to be hard if you get through. But if you get through, the minute that she sees that you, and today it's so cute because she was like, she said BS. She was like, I don't know how to really say that to you. But I said, just say it. I said, said, what is it about your, your, what what has having your dad in your life, the way that he's been in your life, how has it helped you with relationships? And and what made me go to her? Because I remember her, she was talking to me about a guy, and this was several years ago, and this guy had said something to her in a very disrespectful way. And she said, she told him, you will not talk to me that way. My dad doesn't speak to me this way. And she was a teenager at the time. But mm. she had an example. She had something to go by. Well, today, fast forward, I asked her, called her before the show, and I said, I asked the question, what, how has that helped you? How does it help you? And she said, I know now, I know how to look for BS, and I know when I find it, basically. She mm. said, I know when to go and call it off. I don't, I don't wait. I don't give you second and third chances. Because, number one, mm. she puts out what she's looking for. She presents herself. She knows what she wants. And so she figures, like, once you know that and if you tamper with that, there's nothing else I could give you. So I watch her just drop guys like, and when I say drop them, you can't call her. It's a, don't call her. It's over. It's over. But I also think the reason she can do this, I'm serious, is because she keeps her legs closed. And I'll stand back to closed legs rarely get hurt. You can let a sucker go and, and, and lick himself. Sucker lick yourself because there's nothing going on over here. So you can let them go because you have not given them your good. You don't feel attached. It's like the young ladies that I told last week. If it was sex, 
if it was opening your legs that was keeping guys, then y'all, all y'all would have some, y'all would have men, y'all would have more The basis of the young girls to think about that. And and that's another thing. We got to stop playing with these words. Tell these children exactly how it is. And grown women, too. If I'm, if I'm being a fool, I know some of my girlfriends should have been told me some time ago, you ain't you you ain't been a fool. Excuse me, grown people and all y'all people that you know come here. They should have told me, but you was a damn fool. Period. But don't 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 let me think. Don't let me be in this like she said in this BS. Call it. And women don't want to hear that because you already know. You already know. But to hear it, for somebody to say it, instead we'll go and tell somebody else. Rarely do we say, you know, Rodney, like, we'll go back to Jordan's. I mean, you love that. You know, somebody, I said, David posted a, a tag man, a post, David Lee, um, Sunday morning stick-up. Somebody, I don't know if you've seen this, Rodney, but somebody, he was talking about talking to someone about buying Jordan's for their children. And basically they said, we can do what we want with our money. This is our money. He said, fast forward two months later, Phone ring. It's the same person needing to borrow money, money because lights are getting ready to get turned off and some other stuff. And he was like, "What do you do?" And there was all these, all this stuff, you know, that people were saying. It's tough love because if you, if you, if you're buying Jordans and you are mad with somebody because they called you out on it, and then you say you you do what you want with your money, and two months later you you're wanting to borrow money for your lights. My sell the Jordans, put them on eBay, something. Let's see just how much they're worth. But we got mm-hmm. to stop BS where BS is. And I and I think we don't do that. Because why? It's like the dirty car syndrome. And we got a new thing now, Rodney. If if I call you out, you got some stuff you can call me out on, right? It's like the preacher. If he calls mm-hmm. the, the uh congregation out and he's dirty, then what are they gonna do with him? So it's the same thing. Yeah. And yeah. we, we don't want to be called out. I'm in a phase in my life where I want to be called out, reported out, everything, on a billboard, all that and some more, because I'm ready to start calling myself on my own BS. That's the way mm. you heal and you grow and you leave the past behind. It's the only way. Mm-hmm. It's the only way. So, I mean, Callers, if you're out there, because Rodney and I are not going to stay on. I don't know about Rodney, but I know Tammy's going to stay on. After 10 o'clock, because I have a job that has really been calling my attention. I mean, I even worked over the weekend, which I haven't did in a very long time. So, you guys, if you have not gotten if you haven't gotten an example by now, you ain't going to get it from me. Because uh, 10 o'clock. I'm gonna I'm gonna read uh, <laughs> um, uh, what what somebody uh, posted on the uh, on the event page and, and um, as I pull it up here um, I just had it but all the stuff is coming in. Um, okay. What I will say is, Tammy, Tammy I'm I'm so glad that we that we did this show um, twice. Glad that we did it twice. Last week was a was a was a great show, and 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 I think that it was really good that we came back with it um, this week. And and, and 
I think that there are people who tuned into the show for different reasons, uh, but I think that regardless of what their reason was, I think that there have been people to at least take something away from the show. But here's what I posted out there, um, Tammy, when we were talking about the the cliche, there are no good men out here, and, and I posed the question, what do you guys think about uh, that cliche? And someone said, uh, now, is it because there are, there are no good men, or is it because it's the same type of men that women pick? If you put up with it, don't complain about it. Ladies, you have to have a checklist in the beginning, and if he doesn't meet your requirements, then you will know. But all all of this ain't no good men out here talk. That's just an excuse for you not taking your time. Hmm. You might need to read that one again. <laughs> I know. I said the same thing I said. I said, now, now this brother is on point. Now, we're going to forgive the fact that he's a Dallas Cowboys fan. I didn't know that, you know. I didn't know they had it like that, you know. <laughs> now I'm just messing with them. <laughs> no, he, no, no, I'm sure he's probably still listening, but he, he, he knows I had to mess with him. Well, you know, I got you know I got a root for Lucky Whitehead, you know. Uh, exactly. But the rest of the re, re, rest of them guys, I, I ain't too worried about. But 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 Lucky, I always I always got Lucky back. Um, but but I I think I think that the brother's on point. I mean, you you. You have to, you have to own it, because there are good men out here. Newsflash, breaking news for those of you who did not know, there are good men out here. Mm-hmm. Do you want one? Is the question. Do you do you want one? You can't say that there aren't any, or that you want one, and then there there is one available. And you have every reason why you can't date him. But then you go and get a guy who is going to dog you out and thinks that you can change him. It, it doesn't work like that. There are plenty of good, mm-hmm. good men out here. Do you want one? Tammy? You know, Ronnie, I, I, I just ask every woman to really step back and reflect on your life. Look up, look, become conscious um, about the way you think, the way you view life. Um, do an inventory, take an inventory of the people in your life. I truly, truly, truly believe um, the saying that I've heard over and over again, that you are the sum of the five people, of the total of the five people that you spend the most time with. Um, well, I don't have five because my circle is so so small. I mean, really. Um, so I'm I'm looking at my life as I'm gonna total. I'm gonna I'm gonna be my total because again, for me, I think grabbing hold to this um, peppermint patty lifestyle where you gotta just be this this trash can that everybody dumps all of their stuff and you allow it and you and somehow you you equate that to being godly and being a good Christian. And Jesus was mm. bold in his walk. Bold in his talk. 
I mean, right now I remember you saying about how he struck, you know, I, I can't remember the verse, but you were talking about some of the things that Jesus did, you know, a couple of shows back. But we need to get bold with this living because mm-hmm. some of us, I mean, I, I heard the saying that, that if, if we're, if we have, if we're a representation of, of God and his word and what it means to serve God, then we're, we're a bad, we're, we're setting some bad, uh, Standard, so we have a we're giving the kingdom a bad reputation, so to speak. So think about your life and think about stop trying to be just so spiritually correct and allow the Holy Spirit to correct you, to bring you out into your purpose. In order to do that, you gotta you gotta deal with the the reflection that you see, that girl that you see. I was listening to Christina Aguilera today. The re- reflection. Who is the girl I see staring back at me? When will my reflection show who I am inside? There's so much of you that even scares you to the point that you sabotage great guys, what could be a great relationship, because it's not normal. And you keep going back to where the trash trash can used to be. You keep going back to what you've seen, mama and them and sister and them and auntie and them, I'll, you, that 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 has become your guide for life. But you, if you stop and take inventory, you can still love those people, but you don't have to want their lifestyle. You don't want have to. You don't want have to want to live to own those consequences. Look at the choices that people are making and the consequences that be, that comes of those things of those choices. And I just say, do you for a minute, especially if you have kids. And if you don't have kids, don't have any until you you know that you have learned how to do you, mean love you, make the best choices for you. If that means you have to be alone for another year, then be alone for another year, another two years. Because I tell you, a lot of the people that you think are in relationships are miserable and I'm going to say this as hell. They might as well be in hell. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are walking through those doors with people that they wonder, how did I get in this mess? And how can I get out? Because like our call said, looking for an example. Are you going to be my example? Are you going to be the one that makes my life right? Look around you. It's not money that makes it. Look at all the stars that have, these so-called stars, I'll say that, have all the money in the world, can go and do anything at any time they want. Look at their relationships. So we know it's not money. We definitely know it's not sex. We can tell that from the number of our callers said, you know, why do these women keep having all these babies from these guys? So we know it's not you opening up your legs. We know it's not money. So what is it? What is it? Could you really be the one that's putting chicken in the oven and, and thinking you're going to go back in 45 minutes or an hour and it's going to be a steak? <laughs> Rodney, don't laugh. I'm serious, Rodney. Don't laugh. <laughs> no, it, 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 it's so true that it's funny. Yeah, it is. As crazy as it sounds, are you really that person? And I'll stand up and tell you, I used to be. I promise you, I used to be. 
I literally, literally have every, I don't even care if it was a good relationship, I have every man from my past on the lock. They even, some of the people that had their cousins calling trying to find out what's going on. Nothing going on. Y'all been blocked. Something to block your cousin too now. <laughs> what? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I'm so serious. So if they're listening to see, is she okay? I'm okay. You have just been blocked. I no longer need nothing in anybody from my past. Not mm, to be mm, a mm. I'm fine. I'm fine. We are at a different place now. I don't need you as an example. I don't even want to remember. So, so <laughs> I had to block you. Tammy, you got issues. <laughs> I don't. I am fixing my issues. I recognize that I feel like after all the time I've been coming on this show, Monday after after Monday, I realize I'm on a whole other level of issues. But I'm, but it's different. It's different. It's a great one, and it's a great thing. I, I welcome it. I could dig it. I could dig it. Man, this so, is this has been another this has been another great show. Um, I'm gonna I, I, when I close out, I'm gonna read the lyrics from this song. So do you do you um. Do you have any uh, any announcements or anything uh, before I read these lyrics? And again, I'm going to post the lyrics on the on the event page. But um, I think you guys are going to uh, find them refreshing. Um, and then I'm going to play the music. You you have any announcements, Tammy, before yeah. I read these lyrics? You're going. To, oh, you're going to read them. Okay. Um, let me see. Do yeah. I, do I? Do I? We have. Um, what is it? August. We do have. For sure, the Developing Character Workshop. This time it's going to be just for high school juniors and seniors. Saturday, September 17th. And um, as of right now, it is going to be, um, and I'm pretty sure we're going to keep it here, but at the University of Memphis. um, But more information on that to come. But if you have a high school junior or senior, in this area or surrounding areas, um, we're only going to be able to take about 40 students, and that's kind of pushing it. Um, but you'll want to contact me like right away, 901-830-6088, or connect with me on Facebook. But that's Developing Character Workshop. Focus is going to be on communication, who are you, um, integrity, morals, values, and all of those things, and we are going to give out certificates so that it's something that they're able to put on their applications for, for college and things like that. Um, so if you're interested or you know someone, you want to volunteer, you want to pay it forward for a time, let us know. So that's all my announcement. Thank you all. Great show. There you go, Rodney. Turn it back over to you. Um, so, I've, so I found this show, uh, this, this song, and um, the title of it, ironically, is She's Got Issues. It says, I'm seeing this girl, and she just might be out of her mind. Well, she's got baggage, and it's all the emotional kind. She talks about closure and that validation bit. I don't mean to be insensitive, but I really hate that. And you guys can fill in that cousin word. Oh, man, she's got issues, and I'm going to pay. She thinks she's the victim. Yeah. Now, I know she'll feel abandoned if I I don't still relate. And I know she's afraid to commit, but it's only our second date. Oh, man, she's got issues, and I'm going to pay. 
She says she's the victim, but she takes it all out on me. I don't know why you're messed up. I don't know why your whole life is a chore. Just do me a, a favor and check your baggage at the door. If you think I'm controlling, then why do you follow me around? If you're so independent, then why do you let others drag you down? I don't know why you're messed up. I don't know why your whole life is a chore. Just do me a favor and check your baggage at the door. Again, you guys, I'm going to post it on Facebook. We want to thank you for sticking around with us for another great episode of the Butterfly Evolution Show. We hope that you guys have a blessed week. We hope that you get a good night's rest tonight, and we'll see you back here next week, same time, same station. Good night, everybody. But I know